With Father's Day right around the corner, what do you give to the man who has everything? Easy. You give him an experience he'll never forget. You give him Omaha Steaks because a world-class dad deserves a world-class steak. The Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected gift packages starting at just $89. Just go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout for an additional discount when you shop gourmet gift packages for Father's Day. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless variety, and endless value. Truly, they have perfected more than just steak. Your dad is guaranteed to love every bite. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get an exclusive savings. Shop for unforgettable gifts that are guaranteed to make dad's day. Because if there's one thing that Omaha Steaks knows, it's the dads want steak. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to save on exclusive packages starting at just $89. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's February 6th. It is 2024. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined by my good buddy, Will Priester. You all know him as Chief Justice 06. I know him as the guy with always having meat on the bone. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Doing good. Coming in on an alternate day this week. I know we usually bring the weekend, but uh, had a slight schedule change there this time. And uh, happy to come in on a Tuesday, man, and and uh, talk a little bit of hoops. Yeah, interesting slate. Um, I had a really good Monday slate. DFS, not great. Lonnie Walker hurt me a lot. Um, I, I was able. I, I mean, I got Mobley right. Played a little bit of him. A Congo kind of stunk, um, but had, had a couple of duds with a couple of right calls. But four and zero night in betting, more than profitable night in betting. The the squad over there on RG Discord, the squad rides. Alex hit mm-hmm. ten 
like we're, we're 10, 10 in a row now. Um, Akongwu hit his prop, which was nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, good, good betting day. DFS was, we'll call it what it was, but um, good betting day. Um, hope everyone's having a fantastic Monday over there in YouTube chat. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind on YouTube. Yes, we're on YouTube. Come hang out with us. Mostly 10 o'clock on the East Coast um, most nights. So, Will, six gamer. Let's jump in. Let's have some fun. Let's talk some hoops. We start with Houston at Indiana taking on the Pacers. Oh, man. I forgot to write down totals. Um, hold on. Whoops. See? Um, I am all jumbled up. We got a 237 total. Pacers a seven-point favorite. No Eason, no Van Vliet for Houston. Halliburton and Jalen Smith questionable for Indiana. Let's start with Houston. No Van Vliet. I mean, right off the bat, a top-end type of usage player going to miss. Jalen Green has been phenomenal. Had a couple duds. Now he gets a fantastic matchup. Going up against the Pacers, the pace is going to be better for him. No Van Vliet. We could talk about the secondary pieces in a second, but I think we have to start here with Jalen Green with no Van Vliet. Yeah, for sure. And I don't even think we really have to sell people on this, Stevie. I mean, he had been producing here over a nice little stretch with Van Vliet playing. And so now we're getting him in, uh, let's call it one of the spots of all spots. And... um you know, I, I think I think at seventy one hundred, Stevie, he's a premier play today, uh, facing Indiana on the road. Um, in terms of the secondary pieces, I feel like Cam Whitmore is probably going to pick up some steam. Uh, I don't hate Amen Thompson. I think he's a guy that should be considered tonight um, on on this particular slate. You know, and then even outside of that, like, what are we going to do with Shingun? Like, is he going to soak up uh, even more usage in this spot at nine K Shingun? Uh, still seems to be a guy that I think, Stevie, we should be targeting here um, because he should be able to produce. Uh, you know, Dylan Brooks is a guy that I'm not not necessarily in terms of usage, but I feel like he's going to be out there for the minutes. Um, so he's another guy that, in terms of value, maybe okay today. Maybe he gets a few extra shots with Van Vliet out, uh, and that helps him hit some upside for his price. He's only 4400 on DraftKings, so. You know, perhaps we could give him the 30 fantasy points and that, that would work out just fine. Yeah, like I mean, Sangoon, Jalen Green, uh, really strong plays here. I think you could potentially take some shots on Brooks and Thompson. I don't necessarily hate those guys. They're okay. I mean, they're just secondary pieces. Like, this slate's really interesting. You know, yesterday's slate, we were talking about how every game on the slate had a total of 230-plus. We have two. We have three games with two thirty plus, and then we have three games with you know under two twenty. So we have some slow paced games with good defense, and then we have some fast paced games with sub sub defense. Um, so I think Houston's a team you want to target on this slate. Van Vliet being out is huge. Um, so like you mentioned, Sangoon very much in play. Jalen Green very much in play. I mean, if we if we just look at the numbers on the season for this team, like with, with Easton, with Tari Easton out and Van Vliet out when we're looking on court IQ here, I mean, it's such a, it's, it's a nice increase for a couple of these guys, but Thompson, Thompson sees one of the biggest bumps. So I think 
Thompson's going to be pretty chalky here. Um, I think that it's really solid. Um, could be Travis said he just took first in the 25K zone for 5K. Congratulations. Um, awesome job. Great great job, Travis. Wait, would love to hear it. But Sangoon, 1.37 fantasy points per minute. And Thompson, 1.17. Cam Whitmore is around 1.08. Jalen Green's around 1.03. Um, a lot of bumps here for Houston. Love, uh, Will. There's not. There's not much that makes me happy. Happier than like just people having good nights, man. I, I love to see it. Um, I'm a man of. The, I'm a man of the community. Anybody that's ever been in the NASCAR Discord, I'm a man of the community, and you just love to see it. Um, let's go to the Pacer side here, and hopefully you'll unmute your mic. Um, so, what do you got for us here on the Pacer side? I was saying I was just. I, I, so I actually uh, I wasn't like talking. To the people, I was just saying to myself, "Yeah, Trav, good night, man." Like, and that's probably what you caught as I was muted. Um, so yeah, at, at any at any rate, um, as we move on to the next game, look, man, with Kyrie back, do 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 we think he plays? I know with a thumb, I'm assuming he's not the next play. game. The Pacers side, Pacers side first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're getting sorry. ahead of yourself. I know you're just ready to talk Kyrie. Well, the thing is, man, I was so excited about Travis and his and his five kids. It threw me off. Travis, don't throw me off. Stop it, okay? <laughs> uh, at any rate, on the patient side, I think Halliburton – for what it's worth, I think Halliburton plays, Steve, because he wants this money. They're going to get him in there. So I – Plays, I, I but think, probably still limited minutes-wise, right? Yeah, yeah. Get him his 20 minutes so he can try to get his 41 million. You know what I'm I think if he plays 20 minutes, that counts as him playing a full game. If it's less than that, then it doesn't count. So uh, one of the guys that I've, I've liked a ton, Stevie, uh, on Indiana, Aaron Neesmith, man, his minutes have just been up, 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 up yep. at 5,700. Like he's a guy that. Uh, I really like. I understand that Miles Turner's down to six K now. It's just okay because of his production. Like, but, but I think he should be a little bit cheaper. We did see a nice game from Siakam, but I don't really trust Siakam against Houston. Maybe Fred VanVleet does affect their defense enough that it will impact him to kind of get going in the game. But I'm not too sure about that. But all in all, like. Uh, Neesmith is is by far like my favorite player uh, in, in this entire game. He's just been been spectacular when he's been given the minutes, and the minutes seem to continue to be there. Uh, so I like him a ton. Yeah, Neesmith is definitely one of my favorites here. I think in large hill tournaments, you could take shots on Matherin in this one. I don't mind Siakam. Um, I think Halliburton, you still put on the shelf until we hear that the minutes are going to kind of be the minutes limit is going to be re restricted and lifted. So um he's just not playing enough minutes now all right i know will wanted to talk about this one let's go to dallas at brooklyn no total in this game or yeah it actually popped up 232 and a half dallas one point favorite both teams on a back-to-back -back here like you mentioned we had luca return on monday Kyrie played exum and lively sats It'd be really interesting to see what happens here with Luca. First of all, I mean, he's been dealing with like this sore ankle 
And he ended up playing 36 minutes. Kyrie played 35 minutes. Um, I mean, neither one of them like had stellar games. Josh Green continued to stay hot in that game. Um, what are we doing here with Dallas? I mean, you could talk about it if everyone plays or if somebody you think sits. Yeah, if everyone plays, then um, it's one of those situations where I might be out, Stevie. If if, if Luka sits, then I think we know Kyrie is the premier play. If Kyrie is out, I think Luka's okay. Um, if I had to guess, Stevie, I would feel like Luka would be more likely to sit with his injury versus Kyrie because Luka's is more leg lower body related and Kyrie's was a thumb. So uh, that's where I sit there. Um, you know, with, with all these weird bigs out, it's just, I don't know, you know, what, how Dallas wants to handle these guys. I know, you know, Powell plays some minutes. I know, you know, Rashawn Holmes has been, he got a random 30 minute game and then it's just all over the place. I don't, so Dallas is a funny team to me where I think I want I want one of these guys to sit so I can actually play some of them. Because if not, I don't want to play anyone. Yeah, if Luca and Kyrie play, I don't think I play either one. Maybe if I was gonna play one, it'd probably be Kyrie, just because he's a little bit cheaper. Um if Lively ends up sitting, Cleaver keeps playing really solid minutes. I think you could play him. I mean, he's shooting very efficiently, but he's still only forty five hundred. Power forward or center. So, I mean, that one's really interesting. And then on the Brooklyn side, Lonnie Walker left the game early. Um, he It was hamstring, so highly doubt he plays. Cam Johnson is uncertain whether he's going to play or not. There's a report on that. I don't – I mean, they already said Finney Smith is not going to play in this one. Um, I mean – it does sound like Ben Simmons will return. So it sounded like they just sat him on the front end of the back-to-back. So Ben Simmons will be back for this one. Well, um, I mean, Brooklyn's a tough team to kind of figure out. But if we do get news that, like, Cam Johnson's going to sit, maybe it just opens up a few extra minutes. Like, if if Walker, Finney-Smith, Sharp, Johnson all sit, I mean, they're going to have to play some minutes here with these guys if this game's going to stay close. And I know they had a somewhat close game against Golden State. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. But I mean, we just saw Bridges play 40 minutes and Dinwiddie played 39 minutes, like a lot of minutes already. They Bridges ended up played 43 minutes in the Golden State game. Yeah, they played a seven man rotation when Lonnie Walker got hurt in that game. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's the minutes are potentially there, but I mean, are you gonna see tired legs? We saw that out of Toronto. Toronto got ran out of the gym against yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. I, I will say it did, and this was this was interesting, Stevie. You know, somebody's got – like if Ben Simmons plays on the back end, then that, that will help. But we saw Dennis Smith Jr. get to 31 minutes in that game. 
And I think that's important to know. He, you know, he's 4,200, Stevie. If he can, if he's going to get close to 30 minutes at 4,200, like he's going to be one, not, not the only, but one of the best plays on the slate. So I think it's important to watch what happens with, uh, with Lonnie Walker, Stevie, because if I'm going to assume he's out and if for some reason Cam Johnson sits like you talked about, it may be a wash to so to speak with Ben Simmons coming back. But I think the premier play here may end up being Dennis Smith Jr. in the end. If anybody else sits with that short rotation that you're talking about. Yeah, pay attention to the news in this game overall. Big total, a lot of potential. Let's see what happens with who's in, who's out here. Uh, I think that's how you approach this game with both of these teams being on the back-to-back. We go from some fast games to potentially the slowest game on the slate. We got Orlando at Miami. <laughs> I mean, nobody on the injury report for Orlando. Robinson is doubt or questionable. Sorry, questionable. And Hero is probable. Let's go Orlando first. I mean, Wendell Carter, we've seen get minutes in close games. I think they'll need his size. I just overall hate this game. I mean, can't wait to watch it. Think it'll be a good basketball game. DFS-wise, betting-wise, nothing like jumping off the page. Orlando's healthy. They Everyone's ready to go. I mean, too many mouths to feed here for Orlando for me to get excited about playing anybody. Yeah, absolutely, Stevie. I'm with you 100%. I mean, Cole Anthony's at the bottom of the barrel in terms of minutes now. So, I mean, he's getting 10 minutes, 11 minutes, 12 minutes. You just can't play too many people from this team. I still don't hate Wendell Carter at 5,500. I think he's got enough upside in a general sense. But I don't feel like I have to play him, Stevie. So, I'm with you. This game is just yucky, and Miami's in a similar situation. It's so bad. Yeah, I mean, too many healthy bodies for Orlando. Or DFS. Miami's side, I mean, we're still kind of learning the dynamic here with Rogier being on this team. Um, He's really interesting at 6,300, but not against Orlando. Um, Butler's cheap at 7,500, but... I mean, I I could see playing Butler or Bam at these prices just because it's a six-game slate and they have some upside. But overall, man, I think this is another game. It's more like the Clippers game than like the Washington or the Sacramento game. Like, to me, that's what this this game is. I I just – I feel like this is a game we're just going to load up on certain pieces from – like or certain games, really – I mean, the Thunder Utah game is phenomenal. We're gonna talk. It's the last game we talk about. Yeah. This is one of those slates that I'm kind of sad they left off, like the Milwaukee Phoenix game, because oh baby, that game is fantastic. But yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, it's tough because this is a slow paced game. It's two really solid defenses. I mean, Orlando's fifth. Miami is dropping defensively, but there's still a, a solid top fifteen defense. Rozier is going to make that defense worse. <laughs> we already know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like trading Drew Holiday for Damian Lillard. And then you wonder why the Milwaukee Bucks don't have top 10 defense anymore. Well, yeah. no, <laughs> no clue. No Rozier reason. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No clue. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. I mean, Charlotte moves Lowry, right? I feel like he gets moved. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're not playing him. They're planning to move him. And I think he will get moved, Stevie. Like, somebody will probably take him, you know, for the veteran minimum or, you know, something like that. It'd be a good It'd be a good piece for a team that needs, like, a six-man defensive that has, you know, 
the guy that can come in and play some defense type of thing, but I think he gets moved. There is a team that I think he should go to, um, Stevie, but you know, we can, we can come back to that if you like, but there is a team. <laughs> All right, Will. Um, go ahead and get a drink, eat some wings, have some pizza. Memphis at New York, 214 and a half total here. New York's a 13 point favorite. Bear with me, everybody. I'm going to try to get through all these. Santi is questionable. Bain is out. Clark is out. Triple J is doubtful. Contra is questionable. John Morant's out. Rose is questionable. Smart is out. Tillman's doubtful. Vince Williams is questionable. Zier Williams is out. Yes. I think I got them all. Memphis. That's Memphis. On New York side, OG, Grimes, Randall, Mitch Rob out. Memphis first. Terrible spot. We saw this team just get absolutely destroyed by Boston the other day. But the thing that I want to take away from the Boston game is they played a very tight rotation in that game. They played eight people. Pittman had 27 minutes. Gigi Jackson had 36 minutes. Gillard had 36 minutes. Roddy played 33 minutes. Um, Hurt played 30 minutes. Fantasy production-wise, it's a terrible spot. But we're looking at Pittman at 54 Jackson at 56, Gillard at 52. If we get, I mean, if all these guys get ruled out again and we're playing the B squad, even in a blowout, they're not going to come off the floor, but the pricing has increased on them. So I think overall you look at Memphis and you're like, if people start getting ruled in, the pricing doesn't make sense for Memphis, but if people get ruled out and we're going to see guys play 30 minutes regardless, I think we have to look at some of these Memphis guys, even in a terrible matchup against the Knicks. Yeah, and Steve, because I'm with you. I think, you know, some of these guys are going to get there, right? Like, it won't be all of them. I think it depends on who plays and who doesn't play. Because, like, if Sante plays... That's a huge upgrade somewhere. If Contra plays, that's a big upgrade. If if Williams plays, that's an upgrade. That's three guys that have plenty of usage that like these secondary pieces are not going to be great. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is if all those guys sat that sat the other day, then yeah. I'm saying some combination of Pippen and Gigi Jackson get there or Gilliard and Pippen, or like some combination of two or three of these cheap guys get you mid-30s or, or low-30s, which will end up being okay at these prices. So um, this, this is a tough one the night before because I legitimately, Stevie, I legitimately don't know what they're going to do because they ran this thing up closer to about their, their team times or locked the last time with all these guys. Getting, and they just started – it started coming like in waves. This guy's out. That guy's out. So um, I think if we get the same situation as the last time, Stevie, then I think we play Pippen. We play Gilliard. We play, you know, G.G. Jackson. We play Roddy. I think I think we take shots on all these guys. Um, if, like you said, if Aldama's back and Contra's back, like we've got Kennard back already, you know, then I think I think Contra and, and Santi Aldama are going to be okay. And that doesn't even include, like you talk about Vince Williams. They just bodies on bodies right now, and uh, you know, stay tuned, folks. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one tomorrow with this team. Will said he's gonna lace up his Jordans and get back out there. He's ready to get going. Um, Might as well. I'll take yeah. my minimum one day contract. 
Yeah, 10-day. I mean, they need bodies. Let's talk yeah. Knicks. No OG, no Grimes, no Randall. Uh, Jalen Brunson has just been phenomenal. Like, he, his price is now 9700 If this game stays remotely close, he keeps smashing. Um, he's just been... He's been great. I mean, DiVincenzo has been playing great. His price is now 7400 So, like, the price is caught up. I mean, they're playing against guys that play in the G League. I mean, like, you look at it that way. Like, these guys they're playing against, they're, they're G League players. Three straight games for Precious over 40 minutes for the Knicks. Um, it was something we were kind of waiting for. It's starting to happen. I think you could take shots on... Brunson and DiVincenzo on the top end or look at like Hart or Precious if you want to kind of find mid-tier value here. But I mean, I hate using the the blowout term, but this is a game you're definitely worried a little bit about a blowout. Yeah, and the thing for me, Stevie, is Hart, Hart is now probably the best value on this team because of the practice. Now, DiVincenzo has the scoring upside. And so, you know, but you got to think, as a result of his scoring prowess that has been on displays, I mean, he's even taking 20-plus shots a game. You, you know what? You might play DiVincenzo anyway, Stevie. Like, if he, he's taking – because they're still shorthanded too. Like, yeah. DiVincenzo and Hart, I think, are my favorites. No, and that's nothing against Brunson. Brunson's just 9,700. But DiVincenzo and Hart, I think, are fantastic plays. Just looking over this roster, it's so interesting, Stevie, that, you know, with those couple pieces out, as we see, Tibbs is playing these guys. Like you said, he's playing them as much as the Memphis guys are going to have to play their players. So they're just going to keep scoring fantasy points. I like this spot for the Knicks. Schedule-wise, schedule too, right? Like, they played they played Saturday. Um they, I mean, obviously they didn't play Monday. They play in this game on Tuesday. Then they don't play again until Thursday against Dallas. And then they're off again until Saturday. So, like, he might just run these guys out there in a game that's not close and get them their 30, 35 minutes just because, like, they're in a very unique, like, three games this week kind of schedule thing. Yeah. Um, and it's like... The All-Star break is right around the corner. Right. It's literally next week. By the time they get to Wednesday, they're, they're on a break. Yeah. And, like, the big game is on Sunday. I think there's only two NBA games on Sunday. So, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I, I could see him, especially, like, thinking about who it is. I could see him playing his guys a little bit extra in a game that's, like, maybe 20, 25 points. So, I'm, I'm not afraid to play Knicks. Because Tibbs, Tibbs isn't afraid to play his guys. So, I'm on your side here. This this might be a sneaky upside spot for the Knicks that people are going to discount, even with the blowout, Stevie. You, and I, I guess we didn't necessarily have to sell each other, but you sold me. This is this is great. All right, we got Minnesota at Chicago, two fifteen total. Minnesota five point favorite. Nobody on the injury report for Minnesota. Levine and Williams out for Chicago. Caruso questionable. Looking at Minnesota here first again, like. This is a 12-game slate. We're probably not talking a lot about this game, the Miami game. Like These are slow-paced, good defensive teams. Um, I mean, Minnesota continues to be the best defense in the NBA. They play pretty slow. Chicago plays at the slowest pace in the NBA. This game 
this game in Orlando, I mean, you have you legitly have like four of the bottom six teams in pace on the same slate playing against each yeah. other. Like this game's just gonna be slow too. Yeah. Um let's talk Minnesota first. Will anything jumping off to you here at Memphis? So what is jumping off for me for Minnesota, Stevie? And I Minnesota. Yeah, that's yeah. I said Memphis. You said Memphis. Yes, yeah. you did. You did. Uh, for me, Steve, it was Minnesota, and I keep bringing this guy up, and it probably feels like what? What? Rudy Gobert, Stevie. Every day he's becoming like my ultimate tournament play this year because his price is staying very reasonable. And Stevie, look, even against Orlando, that's a bad spot for him. He put up fifty at twenty-two and sixteen. Then he goes and faces Houston, another fairly good defensive team, Stevie. 46 fantasy points, 17 and 13, four blocks. I'm just saying, while I understand Rudy Gobert may not be, uh, let's call it the sexy name that you want to hear every time I come on, Stevie. He is producing now. Once again, he's going to throw a 27 in there. He's going to throw a 32 in there. But if you keep playing and play the long game with Rudy Gobert, you're going to catch those 40s and 50s. And it's not like he's 8K, 8,500 like he was to start the season, Stevie. He's 6,900. Rudy Gobert is my one play from Minnesota that I want to get into today against the Chicago Bulls. I mean, Gobert is just a, an absolute rebounding monster. Oh, I mean, man. just always on the boards. His, his stocks are always there, too, because, I mean, he gets so many blocks, it feels like. So, I mean, you don't have to sell me. Uh, I'm in. Um, I like it. So, yeah. I'm, I have no issues. And, like, his price is nice. 6900 Yeah. And they're going to need it. Like, he'll play minutes. I mean, they're going to play Vooch 35 minutes on the other and, side of the game. And when they're not playing Vooch, they're playing Drummond. Like, yeah. it's a win-win. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I definitely like the call on Rudy Gobert. Mike Conley is always someone you could take shots on if you're like playing double ups. He consistently gets 25 ish points a night, but not my favorite. If we don't have a ton of value, McDaniels plays plenty of minutes every night where he could be considered a value play. Edwards is okay, not my favorite spot for Edwards. Chicago my, side, Nice Reed is okay. He's playing yeah. about 20, 25 minutes. Like, if you need it, like, he's there. Uh, Chicago. Chicago side of this one. <laughs> Just, gosh, man, Chicago. I, I like Kobe White. This is a tough spot. Like, these guys are, like, priced up enough where you, like, have to think about it. I think AU, like his minutes, especially if Caruso ends up sitting in this game, I think AU's minutes are some of the best minutes you're going to get for the value. So, like, I lean looking at AU, even in a tough matchup, just because there's still value there. But I don't really have a ton of interest in Chicago. I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in this game. It's so slow. Yeah. Um, I, I think... And I, and I will say, Stevie, finally, Levine is just out for the season. So we don't have to play that game anymore. Yeah. Like, he's done. So, you know, I, I'm with you on the Sumo. Like, at 5,600, he he is for sure probably probably the de facto mm -hmm. value uh, for the Chicago Bulls. And if Alex Caruso sits, as, as you've mentioned, like, they're going to be even more intact. Um, I do think if if he sits, 
you know, do you if if uh, Caruso sits, I mean, do you think we get a little bit of Javon Carter, like some twenty five minutes from him? He's three K. I'm just saying, I think that's I think that's possible, Stevie, because they would essentially possibly need him, you know, uh, unless unless they play Cor- Tory Craig more minutes. Like th- those would be the two, and Tory Craig would be way less of a priority for me, I think, versus Javon Carter, who has a little bit more scoring upside. So that that's where I am. I do think DeRozan is cheap enough. I think White is cheap enough. I think Booch is cheap enough. Just having three of them is way better than having four of them. Uh, but I, like you said, this game is just so blocked. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota's been fantastic defensively. Yeah. Just fantastic. And pace of this game kind of stinks. So... All right, we finish it out with, I think this is my favorite game of the slate, and I think it's going to be a lot of people's favorite game. I like the Houston-Indiana game, don't get me wrong, but I, I really like this game. we got the Thunder and the Jazz, 243.5. OKC, a 3.5-point favorite. Bertans is questionable. Joe is out. Wallace is questionable. Waters is questionable. And both Williams are questionable. Utah's good to go. Nobody on the injury report for them. Thunder could have some value outside of SGA and Holmgren here because... There's a lot of question marks. Wallace got hurt the other night. Jay Lynn Williams is dealing with a ankle injury. Um, Jay Lynn Williams is dealing with an Achilles injury. Could be a lot of value here. Like we could, you know, be taking shots on, you know, Kendrick Williams cheap. Kenrich Williams, Aaron Wiggins. Wiggins. Wiggins is who I like. Wiggins is the guy I literally have written. Wiggins had a nice night. I have night. him written down in front of me, and I still like stumbled through it. But yeah, I think Wiggins, Wiggins, Dort, Giddy, all these guys could see bump in minutes, um, depending on who's in, who's out here. Yeah, man. I I'm with you with OKC. And Steve, I, you know, if all these guys are out, like, and I know Giddy played big minutes because it was overtime. But still, Stevie, like, if if more guys sit, $5,900 Giddy is worth way more, I think, on this slate and, and some other pieces we'll have. Maybe even more than the Memphis guys. In fact, probably more than the Memphis guys, Stevie. At 5900 this is a guy that if he gets the opportunity and, and gets the chance to play 35 minutes, we should see, you know, some really nice production from him. Uh, SGA is probably my favorite big spin, Stevie. You know, we, we got this weird conundrum here with, with Dallas and whether or not Kyrie and Luca will both play. Um, you know, Houston, they, they don't really have any people too expensive. And when we look at the slate, Stevie, uh, outside of Luca, SGA is the second highest expensive player. He's going to be worth it on, on this slate. Like, I, I hope his ownership doesn't climb too much, but realistically it's probably going to be some of the highest on the slate for the studs and for good reason he's just been producing and if guys are out facing a team like utah uh he should be able to get the job done if all those other guys sit as well i think chet holmgren comes into play you know at 7500 probably a little bit too expensive when everyone's playing stevie but with guys out you know the giddy sga and holmgren are all really good plays and then i'm gonna i'm gonna let you you know, talk about Mr. Wiggins because I know it's someone you want to talk about. Uh, but Kenridge Williams, I think he will still be in play just because I think he's going to end up with more minutes uh, than he even played the other night if all those guys sit. SGA is my favorite play in the slate. I, I just want to, like, you know, Utah really bad against 
guards. So I, I just don't want to overlook like how good of a play SGA is on this slate. I mean, that's where I want to start. Props are not out for this game. Can't wait to see what his assist prop comes in. I, I mean, we don't talk about it enough, but the assist opportunities that are allowed by Utah by point guards is massive. So check SGA's assist prop when it comes up. It it, it varies every day. Um, so six and a half, I'd feel really good about. I think I'd bet seven and a half. We'll see what it comes in at. I don't know if I'd take eight and a half, but I think seven and a half would be max. I would love to see it come in at six and a half. But yeah, I like SGA a lot. I think he's on triple double watch in this type of game. Um, I think Holmgren smashes. So those would be my two main pieces. And then just kind of seeing how the news falls for everybody else. If we get a lot of news and a lot of these guys ruled out, Giddy, Dort, Wiggins, all very much in play. If they all play, it's probably just SGA and Holmgren for me. Utah side, I, I love marketing today. I know the Thunder, they're a solid defensive unit. I know they're in the top five in defensive rating, but Markkinen's usage is just phenomenal. His production on a nightly basis is phenomenal. It's a it's a six-game slate, and we want that type of production on this type of slate. I don't mind Sexton. John Collins is too inconsistent for me, and like he's more of like a, a floor-type play, it feels like. His ceiling is just kind of capped. I don't mind Clarkson. I, I just prefer taking shots on Sexton and marketing. Kessler's minutes are all over the place, but I think he's an excellent tournament play because if he does get 25-plus minutes, you're in a good spot. Marketing and Sexton, main pieces here on Utah for me. I think this is a spot we want to pay up for the studs. Yeah, I love that call, Stevie. I, I think I like John Collins a little bit more than you do for the for the reasons you like Walker Kessler. And it's it's just something we've talked about, man, rebounding. And you know, maybe John Collins ends up ends up in the end, Stevie, being a really high exposure play to me in the prop world. But I this team was rebounding, man. Like they just they do stake and teams do rebound really well. I mean we've seen it with the rim. We've seen it we've just seen it with a lot of people. And so I think I think this is a spot where Collins has upside for, let's call it 12-ish rebounds, Stevie. And if he can put enough points in the bucket, maybe we get him to close to 40 fantasy points. I just, I think it's within the realm of possibility. So, once again, I think I just like uh, uh, Collins a little bit more than you do. But everything else, of course, I agree with, man. Sexton, he's been playing nice minutes as long as, you know, the games have been close. And uh, Laurie Market and he's probably an ultimate tournament player today because he also has rebounding ability, Stevie, and this could be an upside spot for him along with his 20 to 30 real points. So I uh, lo love the spot, the spot for marketing. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll send you off to Wednesday or yeah. Favorite play under 5k to go seven X a lot of potential value. Waiting on a lot of news for this value. What do you got for me today, Will? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I think I'm going to go for it. I think some guys are going to sit. Give me Lou Dort at 4,300 just because I know he's going to play minutes regardless whether people are in or not. But give me Dort here. 
I'm going to go to Amon Thompson for Houston, 4,100. No Fred Van Vliet. Should play around 25-ish minutes. I think that's enough for 4,100 for him. I think he has a lot of upside. Unfortunately, I think he's going to be pretty chalky on this slate going up against the Pacers, but really like this spot for him today. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, I mean, there's an easy one, and I think I'm going to take it. Uh, give me Therese Halliburton at 8,600. Yeah, the minutes are just way down. I yeah. don't mind that call. I'm going to go to my to my dude. Um, just an absolute beast. I'm super excited that he's on the Magic, but Banchero, 8,400. Slow pace game against Miami. Tough defensive matchup. We've played Miami three times this year. He's averaging 34 minutes and 37 and a half fantasy points. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Banchero under five X today. Who's your favorite six X play today? Uh, I'm gonna go with the guy that I really like. Give me Josh Hart against Memphis at 6,300. I, I I like this. I like the Knicks a lot today. Yeah, I got a double whammy for you today. Give me SGA and marketing. Um, I like both of these guys. I will be building my team around that combo. Um, so I hope some of these early guys don't go bonkers and I can play catch up in the late game because I'm going to build my team around SGA and marketing today. And I think those two guys have a ton of ceiling. I will say if one of Luca or Kyrie sit, it will change my thought process a little bit just because yeah. – one in, one out type of situation for Dallas is huge. Yeah. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got for us today, Will? Man, I talked about it. Give me Rudy Gobert. I really like this guy. I think I think Gobert could just oof, put put together a really nice performance as he's done uh, several times this season. So I, I love Gobert today. So I don't have like a, a strong take on this question today. Like I think there's a bunch of really strong plays on this slate, and like the one name that like continued to stand out stand out to me was like Precious. I'd be really interesting to see what like his ownership is here. Um, they need him to play minutes. Memphis is going to be playing a lot of guys that you probably didn't hear about or even know who they were a week ago. So. Uh, give me give me Precious here at 5,800 for the Knicks. Uh, let's go to the betting portion of the game. Any player props or pick em plays that you like on this slate? Yeah, and man, so Stevie, they're on to me. They've been giving me uh, Carl Anthony Towns at 8.5 rebounds. It's up at 7.5. They've been giving me Anthony Edwards at 4.5. I mean, 5.5. It's up at 4.5 now. So they're... They're starting to catch on, Stevie. They're on to me. But, 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 but. I'm going to go back to the well on something. I know that it looks like things are going well for him. But trust me, people, it's all a facade. The rebounding will come back down. And it is none other, Stevie, than Mr. Jalen Suggs at three and a half rebounds. I'm taking less than that projection facing the Miami Heat. All right, solid. I I mean, I already bet this. I, I got Sangoon over 33 and a half points and rebounds. Um, I like this a little bit more than the point rebound assist with Van Vliet out because I think some of the opportunities for assists definitely help with Van Vliet on the floor. So looking at it per 36 minutes, no Van Vliet on the floor. 
Sangoon's averaging about 24 points and about 10 and a half rebounds. So I think there's a lot of opportunity here for Sangoon with no Van Vliet in this matchup. Like the Pacers, they're a team that kind of struggle against like high usage bigs. His usage is going to be fantastic. So I think this is a spot we look at it. We look at the usage around 27.5% with no Van Vliet on the floor. We take Sangoon's over. So I got him over 33.5 points and rebounds. I have another one, Will. I, I didn't like any game lines today. I really like AU over 12.5 points. I've been betting this one a lot. He's hit this six out of his last seven games. The minutes have been absolutely fantastic. Don't necessarily love the matchup against Minnesota. But the shot attempts with Williams and Levine out for AU have been great. He's double-digit shot attempts in seven games in a row here. And again, like he's hit this line six out of seven, and we're getting it at 12.5 still. So I'm going to take AU over 12.5. I bet both of these already. I like them a lot. And, yeah. um, I mean, I got them at good numbers. Like I, I feel like the Sangoon number is a little low, and I, I wanted to take advantage of that tonight. Yes, sir. All right, let's get on it. Hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. We're back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us, everyone. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Have a good one.